If you ever had a penchant for neuroscience, positive psychology, consciousness, social justice, and more, you've come to the right place. If you ever asked, there's got to be more to life than this, everything's all here, waiting on you on standby and ready for you to take action. If you've ever hungered for something more, well, I've got a hot meal for you. My name is Mark Cordone, a do-gooder from the island of Misfit Toys who received his neuroscience, public health, human development, coaching, and positive psychology certifications from the Misfit State University and founded the Joy Revolution. Each episode, it's just you, me, and a Coke and a smile, baby, talking about living life all out and performing lights out through positive disruption, joyful non-compliance, and quantum sensibility. Welcome to the tiniest, littlest, itty-bittiest podcast in this multiverse. Welcome to Tiny Little Classes. It's Tiny Little Class number 10, Supply. Now, I'm still on this sleepover tip from the previous episode. This time, Timmy and Ricky, my classmates from my sixth grade class at Nativity Catholic School, were over. Timmy was very uh, blonde, (laughs) and we started bonding around tennis and music and wannabe rebellious stuff. I like that. Ricky, more than anything else I remember, was incredibly kind, and there was no one Ricky went out of his way to befriend. I like that too. So having Timmy and Ricky over was kind of like watching a pillow fight between St. Teresa and uh, Beazelbub. (laughs) Now, Ricky was really good at making mixtapes of popular 80s songs. I'm talking Aha, Duran Duran, The Cure, you name it. But what made it really cool was that he could speak like those Fridays at 5 o'clock afternoon zoo drive-home DJs. I really admired that in him, and maybe that's why I'm doing this podcast. Uh, Ricky showed me and Timmy how to create these DJ voiceovers with a dual cassette recorder with a little mic. When it was time for the Timmy show, it was all (laughs) ill-placed curse words between a selection of Motley Crue's Dr. Feelgood album. When I tried, ah, anxiety came up, and I didn't know what to say. Not once. Did any of us ever wonder how that dual cassette recorder captured our voices? We just inherently knew that when you hit the red record button, your voice and music would be captured on the cassette. Unfortunately, Ricky fell asleep first because he had a soccer game in the morning, which made me Beazelbub's bootlicking sycophant. (laughs) And that's where all the H-E double hockey sticks broke loose. First... Timmy had a brilliant idea of taking Ricky's jersey, shorts, underpants, socks, shin guards, cleats, even his toothbrush, and put them in plastic bags, filled them with water, and put them in the freezer. And we set it and forget it. Then we turned my room into a virtual wrestling ring, throwing pillows and blankets everywhere. Uh, We got to design our own name and gimmick and entrance song. So Timmy read my entrance, and now from parts unknown, (laughs) weighing in at 72 pounds, 
Iron Man. <laughs> and not surprisingly, my entrance song was Black Sabbath's Iron Man, right? But here was the cool part. The song starts off with a simple kick drum beat. Boom, boom, boom. So with every kick drum, Timmy flicked the lights on and off. It was awesome. It was, I had my own pyro. And we spent the rest of the night playing with the lights and characters and entrances. There was really no wrestling that actually happened. Okay, now here's the rub. From the lights turning on with the flip of the switch to the cassette deck recording our voices and music onto a thin film, even the bags of water holding Ricky's soccer equipment and toothbrush turning to bags of ice holding Ricky's soccer equipment and toothbrush. We all had this unflappable knowing and unquestionable conviction that bulbs would illuminate, voices would be captured, and liquid turned to solid. Even if we didn't know how it worked, we knew it worked. So when I took physics and chemistry in college, is that when all of these things started working? Of course not. So what is the age in which believing is simply not enough for us? What is the part of our lives where we move from just believing to seeing is believing? Now certainly you don't think that we've reached the pinnacle in new discoveries. So why do we have to wait for those discoveries to happen and in the meantime, limiting ourselves from experiencing a reality where we're cool that we don't know everything right now, but still believe? So because I'm in the middle of this right now, why am I limiting myself about money coming in certain ways rather than just knowing it'll come in just like I knew the lights would turn on? Because Worrying is basically putting a kink in a hose that naturally wants to supply water. And that kink is exactly like not turning the light switch on, or not pushing the record button, or not putting the liquid into a freezer. And just like sleepovers, I'm still on this hell well working with the law tip and wanted to share this passage with anyone who is struggling with belief and supply right now. Quote, the thing we do not do is fret and worry about supply or about where the next dollar is coming from. Fretting and worrying tend to restrict and limit the supply at hand. They tend to close off the outflow of substance, whether it was large or small. Unquote. Now, this may be one of the hardest things to do, but do you want to go all in like I'm doing? I just know that all good things are afoot when we fully know and believe. I always love to elevate with, okay, forgot one thing about Ricky when he woke up. He was understandably not the kindest kid anymore as he pummeled uh, Timmy and I uh, with his frozen rock solid shin guards. Ricky's mom was yelling at him, and in an honest attempt to ameliorate the situation, my mom put Ricky's frozen cleats into the microwave while yelling, Stop fighting! Stop fighting! She was completely holding back tears of laughter. Ricky, if you're listening, mea culpa, brother, and thank you for showing me how much fun and empowering it is to take a mic and record your voice. All right. Now, as always, I love to elevate with you. So until next time, I want you to remember, I want you to rebel, 
and I want you to be excellent to each other. See ya. All right, I hope you enjoyed this tiny little class and there's more good stuff coming your way. But until the next episode, please subscribe and leave a fancy review if you liked it. Let's stay in touch, yeah? Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook as The Joy Rev. That's The Joy Rev. No spaces. Or connect with like-minded revolutionaries in our Facebook group, Search the joy revolution underground and of course don't forget to check the classes articles blogs at joyrevolution.com joyrevolution.com and yes i invite you to text me anytime 813-867-0628 that's 813-867-0268 now until then what will you do to change history for the better. See ya. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget, if you want to launch a podcast with speed and quality that puts you in demand, check out the, the webinar, The Three Biggest Mistakes Entrepreneurs Make When Launching Their Podcast. It's at joyrevolution.com slash podcast. That's joyrevolution.com slash podcast.